Hi friends, we are Two Queers Walk Into a Church. I'm Emily, I am a behavioral therapist technician, and I also work at a tattoo shop. How are you? Or who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Let me try that again. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> who, are, who are you, friends? I'm Dom. I work at an advocacy center in Detroit, and I work with inner city youth that are mostly in the juvenile justice system. So today we're talking about dating people outside of our faith, which Dom and I both do at this point in time. So we're going to just dive into that and different facets that affect that, how it affects our lives, yes. how we reconciled with dating outside of our faith. So yeah. So I was just going to start with one of our listener questions because it's now we're stating the obvious, but I don't want to skip our listener questions, which is, is someone having a different belief system a deal breaker for you? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Also, no. You want to start sure. us off? Yeah. So, no, it's not a deal breaker for me. I, I did grow up believing that it was because of the verse, you cannot be unequally yoked. I did have, or my family had friends of the family where there was uh, the mom that was a Christian and the dad that wasn't a Christian. And I know the couple ran into problems, but the kids really didn't have any problems. It was kind of like they went to church with their mom. Dad came sometimes. And it was kind of like the mom was a little bit sad that the dad didn't come too, but it wasn't like, I mean, they're still married. You know, they have, I think, four kids together. So it can work. When I was younger, it was definitely like looked down upon and it was, you know, Christianity is like, at least at, at the time was touted as like, this is the be all end all. This is the only thing you can be. And if this is the most important thing in your life, why wouldn't you want your partner to also be a part of that? Which I think could still apply to certain people. But for me personally, it doesn't apply. What about you? How did you grow up? Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. So when I was growing up, it was pretty much the same thing. You were taught and expected to date slash marry someone who was also a Christian. I think that as I became older, it became more prevalent because my mom was concerned that we, and when I say we, I mean me and my siblings, that we would date people who didn't believe in God and then that would in some way, shape, or form like change us as people. I think that was kind of like the big concern is that it would change who we are and like our values and things of that sort and that it would also affect like if we have children one day, mm -hmm. what that might look like. That's always the big thing. Yeah, children. that's always the big <laughs> thing because then children. like... How, you know, how are you going to raise your children if you want children, which we could, we'll get to that later. We're going to talk about that more. Yeah. So, yeah, I pretty much the same. I was taught the same thing. And, you know, you don't want to be unequally yoked because <laughs> that can bring up a lot of issues. And I definitely see the value in that for sure. Like, I'm not saying that that isn't true. I just think that that's not the case for everyone. And I also think that, like, just because your belief system might be different doesn't mean that you're not equally yoked. Yeah. And we're going to dive into all this stuff, but I, I just, like, I've, I like to challenge what that actually means. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like being equally yoked, if you're talking about just, like, a partnership, 
there's so many ways in which that doesn't just go into faith that goes into how you live your life even like cleanliness and things like that i mean technically i previously was equally yoked and it turned out awful Mm -hmm. and so i really don't think that faith or even just like the idea of christianity the idea of us being both christian people it wasn't enough obviously so just because we're both christian doesn't mean that it's going to work out and I think the same that just because we we both don't agree in the same thing or we don't believe the same thing doesn't mean that we're not going to work out. There's more facets to a relationship than just faith. For sure. So speaking of which, how do how does your belief system differ from your current partner's belief system? Well, my partner doesn't really believe in anything. We've had conversations before where... I would say, I I don't want to speak for him, but based on the conversations that we had, I would say that he probably would be agnostic, where he's like, well, I mean, sure, there's probably something out there, but I don't know what it is, and knowing my partner, he doesn't care to know it, and and it's not affecting him at this moment, so it's not something he's worried about, Mm -hmm. whereas with me, faith does still play an important part in my life. I still pray. I still get euphoria from praying, singing worship songs. I still believe in God. I 100% prayed for my current partner because I thought I was shit out of luck being, at the time, a a cis woman, or how I thought I was, uh, a cis woman who's only dated two other people, both of whom were were also cis men, trying to dip my toes into the gay world. (laughs) How the fuck am I, like, because I was like, I was like, I'm only gonna meet TERFs, like, I'm only gonna meet people, like, who are not, who, who, like, think that I'm, like, not a worthy enough gay, and, like, I, I did do a lot of prayer and, like, soul searching and stuff, and, like, one of the, like, I asked Ethan, when I first started dating him, I was like, dude, like, I'm Christian, I go to church still at the time, and I pray, and, like, this is still, like, something that's part of my life, and he's like, okay, you know, and I feel like if if he can accept me at that, then why can't I accept him mm-hmm. at him just not wanting to deal with it? Also, Ethan has grown up in a religious background and, and has had certain things said to him because of the fact that he's been gay. They are really hurtful and they come from a place of like religion and stuff like that. So yes. like, you know, I understand why there is an aversion, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. how about you? Yeah, a lot of that relatable. <laughs> so my partner is, I don't, she doesn't really like label herself as anything specific. We've had a lot of conversations about it, especially because like my family is very religious for the most part. So like. I did let her know that, like, that's a huge part of my family's, the way my family centers things. Like, even if I don't always center, like, whatever is going on in my life around my faith, which, like, my faith is still important to me. It's just important to me in a different way than it is for my family. Like, it's definitely more of, like, a traditional vibe with them like we make a cake and sing happy birthday to jesus on christmas every year like that is adorable (laughs) all the kids the kids make a cake for jesus so i definitely like gave her all those heads up i in depth explained my beliefs and she has explained her beliefs in depth 
So basically what we've come to the conclusion is that we have a lot of similar beliefs, but she doesn't call it God. Mm, okay. So like I say, you know, like things like divine intervention or mm-hmm. God or prayer and mm-hmm. she will say like the universe or good vibes or yeah. <laughs> you know like she doesn't usually say good vibes she'll say you know whatever good intentions or whatever mm-hmm. thoughts thoughts minus prayers correct <laughs> so like and we've talked about what that means and she comes from a religious background as well and she has a lot of really negative experiences not necessarily just with her like she didn't have any like super awful experiences but she has really close friends that she grew up with who were like heavily heavily persecuted by the church for being queer Mm. and just like historically christianity like hasn't made a great name for itself when it comes to like marginalized groups in general (laughs) so she just i i definitely think that she has some like anger about those things rightfully so and then we've talked about, like, what do you think happens when you die and, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. And she pretty much believes that you, when you die, she's not positive if you, like, reincarnate or mm-hmm. if you just kind of exist, you know, whatever, as a spirit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't believe that you, like, float up to heaven and... It's like a a magical land is, Mm. you know, how she puts it. She thinks it's more, or I guess I should say less, like, Mm fantasy-like. Not that, like, heaven isn't real, but, like, the fantasy version that we're taught as children. Yeah. That's more, like, you know, makes it sound really appealing. Yeah. And maybe that is what it is. I don't know. I'm... I'm no scientist. And if I were, I probably wouldn't think it's real. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we do have some, like, pretty – some of our things are similar. And sometimes she'll make comments, like, she'll say that she she has two really good friends that have passed away. Mm -hmm. And she'll say things like how she can feel them. And I'm like – Yes, you can, because they are living, and they are here with us, and she's like, okay, whatever, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to think about this, like, this is too hard for me to comprehend, because that doesn't make any sense, like, that's her whole thing, is, like, for her, it's really hard for her to understand, because it doesn't make sense, and she's very, very logical, very, like, loves to make sense of things, so it's harder for her to grasp the concept of the Christianity's version of God, Yes, that makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. So, how has this, or has this ever, come up with your family? Like, have you ever had to say, like, hey, mom and dad, Ethan doesn't believe in God? <laughs> I, I I, don't remember the exact instance, but I do think I did have a conversation about the fact that Ethan feels uncomfortable about stuff. Because my dad, for instance, has, like, 9,000 Alexas <laughs> and 10,000 Google Homes. I don't know why he has both. Anyways... But he has many home helpers around the house, which he either bless Phil Collins, Rush, <laughs> Willie Nelson. Oh, love it. <laughs> one other country guy, and then Hillsong. Okay. And more often than not, it's Hillsong or some sort of, you know, Selah or something like that. Some sort of, like, worship band type thing. And especially, like, around Christmas, it's heavily, like, I mean, obviously, Christmas is, like, a Christian holiday for the most part. But, like, he just will blast that shit, like, 
all day long, no cares. Like, and some sometimes Ethan gets overwhelmed when there's a lot of sensory things going on really fast. So, like, if there's loud music or if he's just uncomfortable, he kind of goes into fight fight or flight, and most like ninety percent of the time, it's flight. Mm-hmm. So. There's been times where I've been, we've been over and I'm like, can you like turn down the music or can you just like play something that's not Christian? Yeah. And for the most part, my parents have been like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like, it's kind of loud anyways. And my family is so fucking loud anyways. Like, (laughs) and like, we just talk a lot. Like, I've literally been on like a 16 hour car ride with my mom where we talked the entire time. Like, my mom has invited us to church, and, like, I've gone, and I don't think I've expressly said, oh, yeah, like, Ethan's not coming because he's not a Christian. It's kind of like, uh, I think they just might have just assumed because he was gay. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, he won't want to go to church. And I'm like, well, I, I am too, so right. I'm coming. So, I yeah, that was a lot to say. I don't think I've had, like, one specific conversation, but I've just kind of made comments or, like tried to alter the situation to make it more comfortable for mm-hmm. him. So Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What about you? I have yes, I have <laughs> had that conversation with my family. My family's not super church music y or I mean like they like love church music, but it's not mm-hmm. church like it's not usually like playing in my mom's house or anything. Okay. If it was, I think Courtney would just be like, this is weird. And yeah. <laughs> but, like, whatever. She thinks it's hilarious that they bake a cake for Jesus every year. She thinks mm-hmm. that's, like, the funniest thing ever. I had a conversation with my mom because I told her that Courtney would probably, like, never want to come to church with us. Mm-hmm. But then she proved me wrong and, like, invited herself to church with us one time. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And she was like, yeah, I still want to, like, be a part of your family, even mm-hmm. though, like, I don't believe everything they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so so that was nice because then it, like, made my mom really happy. And then we were, like, all there together as a family, which is, like, something that we do as a family is mm-hmm. go to church. And even though I don't go to church regularly, like, it was a holiday, like, Mother's Day or something. Mm-hmm. So I always go on holidays with them and or if there's, like, any major kind of event or whatever. So really we've had more conversations about, like, her not liking church. As opposed to, like, what her actual beliefs are, we've never really discussed. I think they're, like, they can, they have taken a guess that, like, her beliefs are probably a little bit different than mine. Yeah. But they know that she does not like church, but she has come to church with us, mm-hmm. so. Which I think speaks volumes to oh, for sure character and the fact that she's a loving partner and would be willing to do that. Absolutely. For you and your family. I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. I've never invited Ethan to church and I don't know I don't know if he'd be ready for something like that or yeah. would be willing to do something like that. Which I'm I'm okay with because I feel like if you I, I don't know all of his traumas and nor do I think it's appropriate to speak on it, but I would think that if I were somebody that has experienced trauma or at least ridicule from people in the church or just Christian people, I I wouldn't want to go to church. Absolutely. You know? I agree. So yeah, I I never even like invited Courtney to church because I didn't want her to feel like obligated to go. Makes sense. So when she invited herself, that was like fully her decision to do that mm-hmm. because I didn't I have never even extended an, an invitation to her I don't think I maybe did one time but she has gone on her own accord yeah and and some of it was probably to like 
make me happy and to make my family happy. But she's also like very firm in her beliefs. So I'm like, I know that like her going to church doesn't mean that, you know, oh, I believe in God now. It just means like, I love you and I like value your belief system. So Mm -hmm. I'll go with you guys to, to show that. And that's like, uh, that's good enough for me. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. That's definitely good enough for me. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So how do you navigate this on religious holidays? Like, have you... Has anything ever come up where it's like a religious holiday that your family is like really into that you and Ethan he have either had to like compromise or anything like that? Not really because I don't I don't go to church regularly. And that's mostly because the church I was going to, there are some people there that make me very uncomfortable. And so I don't really want to be in that space because of mm. those people. If those people weren't there... I would go. My parents just started going to a new church, so I think I might check it out one time. So I've I've gone to, like, Easter. Like, I'm – I honestly – I just work so much. Like, whenever there's Mm -hmm. a Sunday, I just want to sleep. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I've gone over to his family's house, Ethan's family's house, for any sort of holiday, they are all religious. So we always say a prayer – his grandma, who actually is, like, one of the most accepting people out of his entire family, refuses to use his dead name, calls him calls him he. Good. Um, like, immediately. Also, she clocked him. We were at Thanksgiving one time, and he has just been, he has just kept saying, oh, I'm sick. From oh, the fact yeah. that his voice has deepened. Yes. Which, in his family, they just don't talk about things to a certain extent. So, if he told them that he was sick they're like okay cool he's sick it's fine we don't have to worry about anything Mm -hmm. else but his grandma straight up was like are you on hormones (laughs) and he was like what no no what are you talking about grandma like and so then when he finally did actually like come out to her and she was like oh mijito i knew all along like you know like and and so but she like sends him like cards about how she's praying for him and like how God's going to bless him and his life and stuff like that. And like, he's not really super used to affection Mm. at all because his dad's not affectionate at all. And then his mom, I've only seen her being affectionate. I don't know how she was when he was younger because he doesn't like to talk about when he was younger a lot. But there's just not a lot of affection that he's used to. So, like, even, like, if somebody was trying to be nice to him, like, his grandma is, like, saying, I love you, I appreciate you, I'm praying for you. He's very weirded out by that. Mm-hmm. But, like, as far as events and stuff like that, I usually, like, if I am going to church, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to church. And I say it, but I don't, like, you, I like to, I don't invite him. If he ever would like to complain, I would say, well, you can go with me if you want. Mm-hmm. But we've not we've not gone to like a religious ceremony together or a religious holiday at church together, and I really don't I don't push it because I'm like meh. Mm-hmm. And most of the time I'm going because it's my family. So you know if he wants to stay home, that means more time concentrated on my family. So it's it's okay for me personally. Right. So yeah, no, I agree. Honestly, we've never had we've never had any issues like that. Like when it's Christmas, we hang out with my family. When it's Easter, we hang out with my family. I don't know that there are a ton of other religious holidays that we like regularly yeah. practice. Yeah, and she's just like there and respectful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We that that hasn't really been an issue for us. Mhm. 
do you think if she had a problem and was like so incredibly like uncomfortable by it, it would be more of an issue? Or do you think you would just like work through that? I guess it depends on what the issue was or more specifically like what she would want the solution to be. Mm-hmm. Cause like, if it's that, you know, it makes you uncomfortable that my family sings happy birthday to Jesus on Christmas. Yeah. That's not going to change. Like, mm-hmm. I can't ask my entire family to change their belief system because something makes you uncomfortable. If anything, you would have to just, like, excuse yourself from the room or something. Mm-hmm. I do think that some of those things would be more challenging if, you know, she weren't respectful. But it's the same. I... I she expects me to respect her, you know, beliefs the same way that I expect her to respect my beliefs. Yeah, for sure. So it's, I don't expect her to like compromise as far as like what her belief system is. I would never be like, okay, we're praying now you have to pray. Yeah. Like I would never do something like that. I would never expect her to do that. Mm -hmm. But if we were like all praying and she was like playing music on her phone, (laughs) I would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. Just sit there and be quiet while, like, while yeah, we pray. You don't even have to close your eyes. You don't even have to close your eyes. Just sit there quietly for, yeah. a, like, a couple seconds. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like, like, I'm not asking her to ever, and I would never ask anyone to participate in something that made them feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But it, there does have to be, like, a level of respect there. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, yeah, I guess it could be an issue. But to be honest, for me, it would be deeper than just, it would be, like, you're not respecting me as a person yeah it would be like a like a much more broad disconnect i guess Mm -hmm. because you would have to be like pretty blatantly inconsiderate yeah to upset me yeah so if you were blatantly inconsiderate i don't know that i would want to date you anyway yeah you know like just in general yeah so i i can't picture i mean i know she wouldn't ever do something like that but yeah it would take a lot for me to like be like whoa what the fuck are you doing yeah so you would probably at that point you're probably an asshole and i don't want to date you anyway yeah so for sure like i have some friends where i'm where literally like they've said to me i have no idea why the fuck you're a christian it's stupid christianity is stupid and like while i can be friends with those people and i can say i agree to disagree like you said like i could i don't think if you're literally just gonna mock my Mm -hmm. beliefs i don't think we could date yep you know, so like I'm I'm not expecting you to become a Christian, but I don't think you should expect me to become an atheist because you can prove that, you know, all of the biblical texts have no sound or, you know, right. all that stuff. So I'm glad you made that point because now we can piggyback off of that. Have you ever had conversations about boundaries or respect? Like, things that you absolutely could never tolerate. And if you haven't had the conversations, like, what would be your, like, deal breakers? I mean, like, if... I know, like, it's millennial culture to go around and say, hail the devil. I'm not... This is, like, I I just... I won't say it. I'm not. It's, like, it's just, like... It's just a thing. Like, I was having a conversation with Liam... And we were talking about how when Kathy Bates was filming one of, I think it was like Apocalypse for uh, American Horror Story. She had a lot of things where she said hail and, and she asked the writers to 
to cut it because she is, a, I think she's a breast cancer survivor. And she's like, I, like, I know I do this show and it's like super fucking spooky and fucked up and ever that. But like, I, I can't say that yeah. as many times as you want me to. Yeah. Like, I just like, I just have like a thing. So like, I don't know. Like, I, I think it kind of just goes back to what I just said. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna fucking say that I'm stupid for believing mm-hmm. how I believe, that's a deal. Like, that's just an absolute limit where, but I haven't had to have that conversation. Right. Because he know? doesn't do that. No. Right. Because, and I was like very, like, forthright at, up front. Like, like I said, like, when I, we first started hanging out and it became more intentional. I was like, listen, if this is going to go somewhere, I want you to know that these are my beliefs. This is something that's part of me. If that's a deal breaker, we should just stop now. And he was like, I mean, I don't get it, but Mm -hmm. that's not a reason for me to stop dating you. And I was like, okay, cool. And he was like, as long as you're not going to try and change me. And I'm like, no, I I don't want to do that. Like, you know, I can't, I can't manifest a relationship with God for you. Like, that's not how that works anyways. You know, if anything, I would hope that you would see that my religion, quote unquote, works Mm -hmm. because of how I carry myself and how I interact with others, you know, how I live my life and stuff like that. So, you know, I don't want to force you to do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I have definitely... I'm trying to think. We've definitely had conversations about boundaries. You know, what is what is a joke and then, like, what is too far? Yeah. Because, like, especially as someone who does have friends that, like, you know, will make jokes about, like, oh, God's not real, ha, 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 like, mm-hmm. stuff like that, you're entitled to that belief. But there's, I also feel like there is, I need some context to the situation because, like, if you're joking around with your friends and you say something like, God's not real or, like, you know, as, like, a clap back to something, mm-hmm. whatever, I still disagree, but, like, it's not as concerning to me. But if we're, like, sitting in the living room with my family and you're like, oh, God's not real, we got – now we have a problem. Yeah. Because you are purposefully, once again, like, being inconsiderate of other people's beliefs. Yeah. And you're entitled to say, if we're having a conversation about religion or about faith, and you're like, I don't know if I believe in God, I think that's different than saying, like, you can believe whatever you want, but God's not real. Those are two very, very different things to me. Mm -hmm. One is you expressing your belief, and the other is just being really dismissive. Mm -hmm. And I don't, like, I can't fuck with that. We have had a conversation about that. That's definitely a boundary for me in, like, very specific settings. Mm -hmm. Obviously, like, I can't gauge everyone's behavior at all times. But that would be really frustrating to me depending on where we are, what we were doing. We haven't had to have a whole lot of other conversations aside from that because she's respectful and I'm respectful of her beliefs. Mm -hmm. And neither of us really tries to sway the other. Mm -hmm. So that hasn't come up a ton. But I also think that if someone were really like slandery, I would have a hard time with that. Yeah. Like... You know, if they're like, fuck God, or Mm -hmm. like things like that. Mm -hmm. I think I would have a hard time with that. Again, a lot of this is like depending on the context. Just because a lot of it feels like 
you're not really expressing your belief. You're being mean. Yeah. You know? And if you're just, like, being mean instead of expressing how you feel about whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're feeling, even if it's something negative, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot of negative things about religion. But if you're just doing it to be dismissive and, like, disrespectful, that's the part that's hard for me. Yeah. Or would be really hard for me. Yeah. If, if that were, you know... We don't have that issue. But if we did, that would be a really... I feel like that'd be a hard limit for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I probably wouldn't... If my my partner was, like, super... Like, I I don't think I could date a Satanist. Like, somebody who is... I I don't think I could date somebody or, like, who had a shitload of Satanic imagery that they wanted to be displayed in the house. Or, like, that was... Like, I I have friends where they wear... A lot of things like with Baphomet on it or like just other things like that. Like I feel because I I don't want to sound like a fucking like internet millennial, but like I feel I feel really hard. And like I in some and if I'm in a situation, I can sometimes like my my entire mood can be altered by like either what I'm consuming as far as like media and stuff. I, I don't fucking like watching horror movies because especially if it has to do with like demonic stuff I just I feel gross afterwards Mm -hmm. and if I was dating somebody where they were like a super horror movie person I don't think it would work out because that like especially if it was like demonic type stuff but again I mean but again that just goes back to like respect and it's like if that person is like this is their shtick they're like okay but this is my real big thing but I'm not gonna force you to watch it with Mm -hmm. me I'm just gonna go off with my buddies and watch it right I feel like I probably would be less inclined to date that person but it wouldn't be a hard no for sure you know yeah i don't know it's just like i don't mm. no i get what you're saying i feel like all of this just goes back to like you have to respect your partner it does you that's know? like the title of the episode <laughs> <laughs> respect um <laughs> uh, yeah no i agree i think that demonic stuff also really fucking freaks me out yeah um, not like horror movies but I'm also very empathetic, so even like regular horror movies that don't involve demon shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like. I don't I'm like. I don't want to watch that. And like, that. and Courtney <laughs> loves horror movies. She. she yeah, guys. Did you guys go to like a horror house in like Colorado or something like that? In Colorado, well, maybe it was just like camp. Where did like, we go? Horror, like horror camp. I don't know. I felt like you oh. went to some spooky place. Yeah, we did, but it was not in Colorado. But you're right, we did. We've gone to two spooky places, but that's like her shit. Sorry, that, sorry. That's like what she enjoys, which is fine. But most of the time, we don't watch it together because yeah. it scares me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and because I'm empathetic and just like feel stuff that doesn't even belong to me yeah i will like i won't be able to sleep yeah so if we watch something scary or even like true crime i love true crime Mm -hmm. but i have a really hard time watching it because it scares me yeah so like we'll watch true crime like a documentary or something but then we have to watch a cleanser before i go to bed yeah because i will not be able to sleep i'll have anxiety all night and Mm -hmm. it'll it'll, like keep me awake or i'll have nightmares and Mm -hmm. it's terrible so yeah i can relate to that but like demonic stuff specifically i will watch it but i okay this is why i have a hard time watching it it's not because it's scary yeah. It is scary. Yeah. I have a hard time watching it because I believe in it. Yeah. And the people I'm usually watching it with are like, this is TV. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is real. <laughs> like, yeah. I really believe that 
demons can take over people's bodies. Yeah, dude. I really believe in that shit. I really believe that if you ask the wrong fucking spirit on your Ouija board yeah, dude, no, to I come do not. into this dimension, <laughs> I can't fuck with you because yeah. I'm not trying to be in that mess. I don't need bad spirits in my house. I don't need demons in my body or by my friends or my family. Like, (laughs) I don't fuck with that shit. So usually the reason why I have a hard time with that is because everybody else is like, ha, 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 this is so funny, really good makeup. And I'm like, this is terrifying. (laughs) This is so scary. It really is. This is real. And if my mother were here, she would say, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. That's what she always says. And she's like waving shit with her like holy water all over her house. Oh, my God. She really does. I love Kelly. <laughs> she's a wild animal. I love her, though. But yeah, I can relate to that because if somebody were, uh, I don't know. I, I guess it's like, that's not like a deal breaker for me because it's not that deep. It's just hard because I experience it differently than Mm-hmm. other people do yeah because i do think it's real yeah and most of the time they're like that's not real yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's not scary to them because it's not real that makes sense yeah so yeah full circle though i i personally have never had to have like a hard conversation with ethan where i'm like dude you need to like respect the fact that that i believe in god because ethan is just like a very chill person that mm-hmm. He doesn't talk about feelings all the time, and he doesn't, like, talk about really, like, deep things all the time, which I don't think is a a character flaw. Mm-hmm. I think that some of that, if he did it more, it could help him out in other areas of his life, but, like, that's honestly probably a, a big reason why we haven't had these big conversations. Like, the last time we had a big like religion conversation it was because he was high (laughs) and he felt comfortable enough to like have like a a a short conversation about yeah our respective faiths so yeah just go back to respect your partner just be respectful yeah i feel like that's super easy it just i just feel like it's super easy okay so this is also a listener question this is the big one the (laughs) one that everyone wants to know which is funny because we don't either. Neither. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But I want you to know, I did inquire with people who do have children. Good. Okay. Okay. Good. So this listener question is, have you talked about the future and how this will look if you raise children together and, or get married? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a two parter. What will you do if you have children? If you want children, what will you do if you get married? What will that look like? Mm-hmm. Would you like to start? Sure. At this point, I don't see kids in in the next five to ten years. Maybe ten years. Mm-hmm. But definitely not five. And if there are, are going to be kids in my life, they are going to be adopted kids. No natural born kids. So I think specifically with that sort of situation, I 100% am not going to force any child that comes into my home to do something that they are just not about. I will 100% have literature and I will, you know, depending on how old this child or children will be when I receive them, <laughs> I think I would be able to gauge whether or not church, if I am going to a, ch- a specific church at that time, would be right for them. I'm not going to make the family do prayers unless like maybe that's something that if they go to church with me they learn about and they want to do like prayers before meals and stuff Mm -hmm. like that 
if we have children, they're going to be at both of our family's house and both of our families are religious. So like they are going to get some of that anyways. My mom does a lot of like cutesy kid things around religion. Like growing up, we used to read like Advent stories and that was super fun because it was like family bonding and stuff. So I think if I were to have, if I were to receive like younger children, I would bring them to that because it's like a family bonding thing, you know, and it's relatively innocent in that aspect. Older kids, 100% going to ask them what they feel about that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to force anybody to go to church because I, I, I don't, I don't want my child to resent me. And I also don't want my child to resent the church based on the fact that they were forced to go there. You mm -hmm. know, that's about it. I think. What about you? So Courtney and I have talked about marriage and children and what those things would look like as far as marriage goes not a whole lot would change between the two of us because yeah. we like already live together yeah, and same. share some finances and whatever the only request she has is that we don't get married in a church that she doesn't she does not want to be married in a church i told her that i would really like to be married by a minister but any kind of minister like mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be a Christian minister. It could be uh, like a Unitarian minister that is really more like spiritually focused and not necessarily like focused on any religion. Yeah. But just because my spirituality is important to me. Mm -hmm. And I do think that there is a spiritual component for me to like commitment. Oh, yeah. Even though I don't know that it's necessarily me and God and Courtney are married. <laughs> well, I, I don't really think of it that way, which is the way that I was traditionally taught. So, yeah, that was really the only thing that's ever been brought up about that. In regards to children, we actually just had this conversation the other day. I asked her, you know, if we decide to have kids one day, which also will not happen for at least 10 years. Mm -hmm. And we would also probably just adopt because neither of us ever want to carry children. Yeah. And I asked her, you know, how would you feel if we had kids? How would, like, how would we raise them? Mm -hmm. And she basically had the perfect answer, like, as far as I was concerned. She was like, I, I want them to decide whatever they decide for themselves. So I'll never tell them, like, that I don't, that God isn't real or anything like that. Like, I want them to explore those things on their own. Mm -hmm. And I do, she was saying, I do think that, like, having spirituality or Belonging to her religion does have a lot of value to it, even though it doesn't necessarily suit her specifically. So basically, we decided we would let our children explore whatever they want, and we would both share our views with them, and they can kind of decide what they want. If they wanted to go to church, cool, we'll send you to church. Mm -hmm. If it's, you know, like a pre-vetted church that, yeah, like, yeah, sure. I would be comfortable with them going to. And we talked about my family is absolutely going to talk about God yeah. in front of them. If I asked my family not to talk about God... To be honest, it would probably happen on accident mm -hmm. because I know that they would try to be respectful, but they would never be able to understand it. Mm -hmm. And it would be hard because even like the kids talk about God. Yeah. So those conversations would come up regardless. And I don't want to shelter them from anything. I'm talking about my children like they already exist. But like if I had kids... I wouldn't want to shelter them from anything Yeah. as far as that's concerned. I would want them to feel free to explore and decide what feels good to them yeah and her and i both agreed about that so that's good because that was a conversation we had never had before yeah and as i'm getting older i'm starting to think about if children are a realistic thing for me 
because when I was growing up, I thought that I was going to have like six kids. <laughs> and now I'm like, uh, I might have one. Like yeah. maybe when I'm like in my thirties, in my forties. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's what I want anymore. So yeah, it was an important conversation to have. So I'm glad that we, that we had it now. So yeah, for sure. I, de- I definitely think that you should allow your kids to explore and like decide what they want and I feel like if you if you are confident enough in your faith that your kids will also see that and they will see the merits to your faith and you know if it works for them they'll accept it. Yeah, I agree. Did you you said that you talked with some people about Yeah, so I asked two people, one person I used to work with, she like grew up Christian, but practices more like non-denominationally with more of a like spiritual leniency, I guess you could say. And she goes to one of those unity Unitarian churches now. And her husband is an atheist. And they basically just do exactly what I was talking about they both told their children their views they allowed them the opportunity to explore whatever they wanted some of their kids are atheists because they're like adults now they're like my age and a couple years younger and some of them actively go to church with their mom every week so they said that they think that people put too much thought into these things because it seems like it's really important, which it is really important, but also a lot of the time the reason why people feel so adamant about a child believing a specific way is because they want to control that belief. Yep. And they, you know, maybe they believe really strongly about something and so they want to impression them in a way that will influence them to stay within that belief system. So for example, I'm sure my mom would really prefer that I were like a traditional Christian. She's never like blatantly expressed that, but I'm sure that's something that she would really like for me to be. But I guess I just, I felt a lot more freedom because she didn't force me to do a lot of things. But that also strengthened my relationship with God because I didn't feel like I had to do anything. And I did explore other religions and tried out different things. And eventually I developed my own belief system. But like ultimately I kept a lot of those values that I was taught. Yeah. But it's because she didn't treat it like something was wrong with me for exploring those other things, I guess. Yeah, for sure. So the consensus from all the interfaith parents was that letting your child explore is like an important part of them like developing their own sense of self and they're going to be just fine (laughs) if you let them do that. Yeah. I know like one of the things that made me feel really secure in my parents love for me and their confidence in me and my faith was when my ex was outing me to my parents telling them that I was gay and telling them a whole bunch of stuff about our personal lives and he asked my mom well don't you feel like you failed as a parent because your child is gay and believes all this stuff that isn't like traditionally christian and my mom goes absolutely not i did what i could with what i was given if emily believes in god and professes faith and believes that jesus is their lord and savior then i have no further questions Mm -hmm. and no i did not fail because my child is different than how i would have wanted them to be you know right and 
What? He, he's got some fucking nerve, man. <laughs> yes. All of the nerve. <laughs> God. Uh, but no uniqueness or talent. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> the C word is. I don't remember. I think you're Drag right. Drag race references. I think you're right. Okay, cool. So, do you ever want to have, or do you currently, any kind of blended traditions or beliefs for religious holidays? Or, like, have you already kind of, like, tailored what you used to do and do something different now, like, with your partner? I think the the tailoring would go into when we have kids. Tailoring it now just means that I let him know that I'm going to church when I go to church. I know he's not going to be like, oh, let me come with you, Mm -hmm. you know, but I'm not mad about it. Right. The tailoring, I think, like I said, would come with kids and that would, like, I don't know. I have really great memories of reading Advent stories, which aren't straight from the Bible. They're essentially fictional stories that go along with the Christmas story, which I think would be like fun because I loved having my mom read to me when I was little. So I think that type of tradition I would carry in. And I feel like because it's a fictional story based on like a religious holiday, I feel like that wouldn't be something that Ethan would be opposed to. I've not had this conversation with him yet. So, (laughs) you know, I'm speculating, of course. Sure. And then... I don't know. I feel like as long as the whole entire day isn't about specific Christian themes, I feel like it should be fine because that's what we've done now as far as like hanging out with our families. Mm -hmm. As long as there's a mix of like Christianity and then just fun because it's family hanging out with one another, then it's okay. You know, what about you? I agree with all of that. We don't have any traditions that we've created together yet other than uh, that's not true. We have traditions we've created together, but not that not any that like focus on our belief system. Yeah. So, we haven't come across that yet. Maybe we will one day, but like you said, maybe more in the future if we have children, I'm sure we would. Mm-hmm. Right now it's not it's it's a just a balance of my faith, her belief system and just being respectful and yeah like you said if it's holidays we will hang out with my family her family and then our friends or like just us yeah and so it's like a balance of a lot of things yeah so we don't really have a whole lot of that going on yet yeah i think a respect and a good communication system is always good i appreciate when ethan is like yo i'm getting overwhelmed can we do mm-hmm. you mind if we leave soon? Mm-hmm. You know, and he's never been like, I need to leave now. But if it gets to that situation where, like, I need to leave now, then I'm going to be respectful of the fact that he hasn't been able to give me signals. And at this point, he needs to leave. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to force anybody to do anything. For sure. But communicating when you're uncomfortable, I think, goes along with the respect. So mm-hmm. I would agree with that. All right. I think that's it for today. Dope. I'm oh, we excited. Got Until next week, because part two's next week. Yes. So we're going to have my friend Mo on. He's going to go into this dating situation um, because he is a Muslim man that is dating. Uh, I think Matthew identifies as agnostic or atheist. I'm not entirely sure. We'll have them on and they can explain for themselves. But he's also going to be going into what it's like to be a gay Muslim, which I'm super excited to I'm have that conversation. I'm really excited to have that conversation. So tune in, folks. Next week. Yeah. We'll be back. We will. 
All right. So if you are not already following us on the social medias, get with it. We say it every week. Come on. But really, just kidding. Just follow us. So on Instagram, we are Two Queers Podcast. We've been posting on there more regularly. We try and post photos and ask you all for questions because we love your input. So thank you for all the listeners who posted some listener questions. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. My Instagram. Oh, wait, you do the Twitter first. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. We are also on Twitter at Two Queers Podcast. I'm not as good about updating that one. I'm trying to get better. So, but it's basically essentially the, the same stuff. I think there are, I'm usually quicker to post and say, hey, the episode's up on Twitter than I am on Instagram, but I post more references to things that we've talked about on Instagram. They do eventually get on Twitter, but you know. We're better at Instagram. (laughs) Instagram is just better, honestly, (laughs) for this type of format. Yeah. But yeah, so, and Twitter is Two Queers Podcast, but the two is the number two. Where are you at, friend? I am on Instagram and Twitter at hi underscore I'm Dom, but the hi has two eyes. I forgot to say that for like six episodes in a row. (laughs) So here we are, me telling you it is hi with two eyes. Yes. And I am Emily Craig Art. Craig is spelled K-R-I-E-G on both Twitter and Instagram. So follow me, please. Yes. Oh, man. This has been a really good conversation. I, I don't think a lot of people talk about this type of thing because mm. it's a scary topic. It's terrifying. You know? We didn't say it wasn't scary. <laughs> the title of this is Scary Shit. <laughs> scary Shit. Scary yeah. Shit Part 1. Oh, man. Well, if you got any cool titles... Oh, wait. Just kidding. We'll already have a title when this comes out. <laughs> Hey, just send us titles. Like, send For us. Those of you who are mind readers, <laughs> send us a title right now. If any of you that are listening happen to also be a psychic, <laughs> send us titles. Oh, man. Well, here's the thing you can send you can send us titles of episodes you want us to do. That's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like if, you, if you think that there is something that is pressing that you want to talk about or you want us to talk about you can talk about it but we won't un- we won't hear you <laughs> unless you link your podcast as well in our comments definitely comment below in instagram and twitter please let us know your thoughts but we have been two queers podcasts and we will see you next week bye, bye.